Welcome to the Shred with Science podcast with your host, Dr. Chris Spearman, one of the world's leading online fitness coaches and expert in metabolic correction and a global cover model. Chris delves deep into the most up-to-date scientific literature to provide you with the tools you need to live a healthy, enjoyable, and educated lifestyle. What is going on, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Shred with Science podcast. It is episode 21. Last week's episode was awesome. It was my first Q&A. Uh, I'm going to be doing a lot more of those from now on. There was a massive response on Instagram when I asked for questions and an even bigger response to the podcast. So I'm not sure how often I'm going to do those, but quite frequent, I feel. Um, as always, it is Monday, so I'm going to give you a little Monday morning tip. So the title of this podcast is My New Diet, The Best Diet? Question mark. So... Most of you guys will know at this point, if you are following me on social media, that I have embarked on a new challenge. I have decided to invest in myself for the first time in a very long time. Now that I have my PhD and I'm settled, I'm in a new place here in London, hence the echo. Um, and I've decided to invest in myself and hire a coach. There has been one person who has stood out head and shoulders apart from everyone else for me since I joined the fitness community or this kind of fitness way of life. And it's likely because of my science background, um, but how this person is as, as a person, um, his goals, his mindset, uh, th there are some differences, of course. I'll talk through them with my new nutrition program to things that I would have done in the past, but that's exactly what this is about. It's about challenging myself. And he is, without doubt, one of the best in the world. So it's expensive, but it's a good investment for me. Um, and it's what I say to my clients all the time. You, they need to invest in themselves. And you guys listening to this need to invest in yourself. And, you know, this is just my way of finally getting all my shit together and doing something for me. I've got some big goals. Some I'm allowed to say, some I'm not. Um, some are outrageous goals, but they wouldn't be good goals if they weren't outrageous goals. So it is Ben Pokolsky. Some of you guys will know him already on Instagram. He's at IFBB Ben Pack. He is an absolute legend in the bodybuilding and fitness community. So I'm really excited. Um, I've had a few phone calls with him and he sent me over some bits and pieces. So I have completely changed a lot of the things that I have been doing up until this point. For me, I think like with all of my clients, it's about accountability. It's about, about being accountable to someone else. So if you're out there and you're wondering, oh, well, you know, I know how to diet and I know I should be doing more cardio and, you know, I'm doing some curls and, and, and some bench press in the gym. It's not about that. Yes, of course, we'll be able to tailor specifically to you, just as Ben has to me, a nutritional program that it's... Without sounding rude, you don't know everything. I don't know everything. Nobody knows everything. And sometimes something different and holding yourself accountable to someone else is what you really need. That kick up the ass that we all need. So I'm giving myself one. I'm giving myself a massive kick up the ass right now and trying some very different things to what I'm used to. So it's going to be awesome for me. It's going to be awesome for my physique. 
this time next year, I will look considerably different in a good way. Um, and the most important thing for me to be really honest is the educational process. I love to learn. I knew I was going to go into a little bit of a lull or a drop in mood when I finished my PhD. And that's the case with all of us. You know, when we go through such a life changing event to go into a little bit of an anticlimax of what next. And I was fortunate that I booked Canada the day after my Viva. So I passed, um, got my doctorate, finished my PhD and flew off to Canada and was able to literally just de-stress, enjoy what I feel is one of the most beautiful countries in the world and take my mind off things. Now that I'm back, obviously straight in, settling in, um, buying beds, sofas, literally everything from scratch has kind of kept me a little bit occupied, but I know what's coming. I know I'm going to be scratching my head going, Chris, like what's the next challenge? And this is that for me. If you don't have a challenge and you're going to the gym and you're not motivated and there's nothing holding you accountable or there's nothing grabbing you by the balls to say, come on, let's do this. You need to do it. This is what we're doing it for. That why. So this is not in terms of training. This is my why for life right now. Of, of course, business is going really well. I love um, what I'm doing and I'm in an amazing part of the world in a very fortunate place. But I've always been a little bit of... I struggle when I'm idle <laughs> massively. Hence why I rarely sleep and I'm always running around doing bits and pieces. I need to stay active. I need to stay challenged. And this for me is the next challenge. So is it the best diet? Right? Is it? Is vegan the best diet? Is paleo the best diet? Is there's, there's millions of different diets out there. What is the best diet? You guys who have listened to my podcast before know what I'm going to say. The diet that is going to be best for you is the one that you can stick to. So sometimes it's good to challenge ourselves. The way I've looked at nutrition has changed over time as it should do with any scientist or you know with any researcher or anyone learning a new craft from the beginning all the way to becoming a veteran in whatever field it is. You will change. Obviously, literature changes. Some things become more apparent. Some things that I thought before, maybe years ago, were really important now are really insignificant. Things change. What's important is what is going to work for you right now. What is going to work for you right now that can take you from where you are to where you want to be? And it's about consistency, patience, and trusting the process. And that is massive. If you have a coach or a process process could be by yourself and you don't trust it, you're screwed. You're absolutely screwed. You need to trust the process. And if you're, if you've got a coach already and you're not fully sure if maybe they're educated enough in the area of, um, you know, maybe you're a diabetic, maybe you're going through your menopause. If you don't feel like that person's educated enough to help you through that process, you're going to lose trust in that coach. Once you lose trust in a coach, you lose trust in the process and then things start to unravel. For me, I've looked up to Ben for years. He's one of the best in the world. 
if he tells me to eat shit, I will eat shit. If he tells me to eat a tree bark, I will eat tree bark because I trust he knows what he's doing. And even if I didn't, or I started to lose a little bit of kind of trust for him, I've committed myself to six months with him. The reason I've done that is I've not done month to month. First and foremost, and maybe this is relatable to some of my clients, I want to show him that I'm committed to him. I want to show him that I'm committed to the process and I want to give myself a decent time frame. I'm under no illusions. I'm a coach myself. I know nothing drastic is going to happen in a month. You see 12 week transformations and most of them are cherry picked. Of course they are. To do something significant takes a little bit of time and a little bit of patience. Now patience is a virtue and no one has ever accused me of being virtuous, but I've learned to adapt. I've realized through clients of my own, it takes time, it takes patience, and it takes trust. And I have three of those things in abundance right now with Ben. So I've signed up six months. It's also amazing for the coach because if, I'm trying to be diplomatic, but if you go to a coach and you go, can I just try it for a month and see how it goes? His response is immediately, this client is unsure. And as a coach, you want to commit your time, no matter who it is, Ben or me or Wade or any of these coaches, they want to know it's not about money. It really isn't. There's more than enough money in the fitness industry. There really is. It's not about the money. It's about knowing that you're making a difference. I would prefer have one client for 12 months rather than 12 clients for a month each. That makes perfect logical sense. And business-wise, it's actually so much better. But from a psychological point of view, from an emotional point of view and a spiritual point of view, to see someone transition their life through that period of time is so, so satisfying. Honestly, it, it makes everything worthwhile. And I want to show my coach, that I'm committed to the cause, to him, to what we're going to do. Um, and I'm throwing it all out there. So, you know, that's just how I approach things from a coach's perspective. I think it's massively important. I know what it's like to be a coach and have a client say, mm, let me just try for a month. I'm not really sure. Imagine, you know, if someone enters into a relationship with you and says, I'm not really sure you're the one for me, but let's give it a go for a few weeks and go on a few dates. I don't know about you, but I tell the person to fuck off. So without being rude, um, you need to show commitment as a client and as a coach. And I feel like six months is a really good time frame. To be honest with you, I'm, I was close to, to saying, dude, I want to do another three months, um, and do nine. Uh, I have 13 months until my 30th birthday. So I want to be in the best shape of my life for then. Like I said, I've got some awesome, exciting and pretty extravagant goals for next year. So I will let you guys know in the next few weeks or months what they are, of course. So down to the diet, what my diet was looking like before, which everyone always asks me, I try and avoid it because I know my body and I know what works for me or so I thought. Maybe you're the same. Maybe you don't have a coach and you think you know what works for you. But right now, I've let that go and said, I want to be accountable to someone else. I want to educate myself. I want to learn something new. 
no matter how drastic it is. And it is pretty drastic. Um, just to give you some kind of background, what I was doing before, obviously I was traveling through Airbnbs. I was in Canada, I was in Hawaii, I was in here. Um, most of the places I was in, in Airbnb wise, I didn't have much cooking facilities. Um, and what I would do because I was cutting, my calories were quite low and my food therefore was quite low. I was picking up things on the go. And it, that was, that's was that been really beneficial for me over the last while, over the last few years, for a few reasons. One, it's convenient. And doing what I do, every hour of every day working, every hour counts. So a few hours meal prepping was difficult or it wasn't worth my time to do it at that moment or at that um kind of, you know, the period that I was, um, you know, when I was traveling and, and doing bits and pieces. So it was easier for me to be flexible. I've been flexible for the last few years with my food. I'm educated enough to know how my body responds to different foods and I don't need to track macros. I don't need to track calories. I don't need to do any of these things because I know intuitively by looking at myself what I need, how my food is, all of these things. So I was picking up things on the go, but also it was massively beneficial because because I was able to be so flexible, I was able to show my clients how to do the same thing. I'm highly educated in that area to have a client, and I have many of clients who travel all around the world every second week, every week, twice a week, three times a week, and they need to be flexible with food. So for me to say, dude, what country are you are? Oh, okay, awesome. You need to go into this store and get this and get that and get this. That's your pre-workout. Then your post-workout is something a bit like this. Okay, you're staying in the Hilton Hotel. This is what you have for breakfast. This is what you order for room service. All of these things that I experienced myself put me in the perfect place to help other people do the same thing. So that was massively beneficial for that period of my life. But now that I'm accountable to someone else, that all changes. So I don't even have a sofa in here yet. So I'm getting bits and pieces as, as I go along. Obviously now I've had to get cooking stuff, pots, pans, all of that. So I've been prepping, I've been cooking, I've been eating to plan and things have changed before. Like, so when I was moving around, my staple meat was probably chicken because I could get cooked chicken quite easily. I was having carbs, you know, maybe I moved, I tried to move away from like processed foods as much as possible. So I was having maybe oats post-workout, some bagels, um, you know, pineapples, things like that. My fats were quite low. Um, I would have trace fats in different things that I was eating. I may have some nuts with a coffee pre-workout. Um, and my greens were low. I wasn't having a huge amount of veg, obviously, because I'm not cooking it. Um, or I didn't really have a microwave and things like that. So every now and then I would have a salad and then I might have a Nando's a few days a week. So I was able to do all of those things and get into what was close to the best shape of my life not so long ago. And that's kind of been what, you know, that's the, the template for what I've been doing for the last six months um, of, of cutting down. Now that's drastically changed. So to give you an idea without giving too much away, uh, Ben's alignment is very similar to a vertical diet. So for some of you guys who don't know what a vertical diet is, please look it up. It is incredible. Um, and he has an amazing podcast with um, Stan Efferding on the vertical diet. But um, research it. Have a look. See what you think. Um, I'm not pushing it towards you. 
but it's just an aspect of dieting that is very different to what I've done before. And that's why I like it right now because it's thrown me out of my comfort zone. I'm having a huge amount of red meat. Um, my fats are really high and my carbs are quite low. I've been quite very fat adapted anyway for a long time since I initially got into fitness. And this is one of the things that I say to my clients when they start the program. We need to try and move your primary fuel source from your insulin pathway to your glucagon pathway. What does that mean? So in layman's terms, that means we need to get your body using fats and protein as an energy source rather than carbohydrates as an energy source. And that we actually use carbohydrates as a recovery tool or a metabolic correctional tool rather than energy throughout the day. In doing so, you become more insulin sensitive. So for those of you who heard me speak about diabetes and those of you who have diabetes, you will know that you guys are insulin resistant. So you wanna move away from that and become more efficient with your carbs. I'll go into more detail on the science and the intricacies of what actually happens within the cells, but that's not for today. Um, so that's kind of how I've adapted my food. So this is kind of in alignment with what I believe and what I have done but the fats are quite high. So avocados, um, coconut oil, extra virgin olive oil, rapeseed oil, um, you know, some butters, not a huge amount of nut butters, um, some nuts, not a huge amount, um, but a lot of MCT oil, coconut oil, all of these things. So a lot of high um, good fats um, that normally I was probably lacking before. Protein is significantly higher than before, and primarily red meat makes up about 70% of my diet. Um, and then the rest is made up of eggs, maybe chicken every second day, and some fish. Something along the lines of that. The one thing that I'm going to struggle with drastically is decreasing my caffeine and decreasing my coffee. Most of you guys know I love a coffee, so I've minimized it to one a day. So I'm having some decaf and then I'm having one pre-workout. So what I'm doing is I'm getting up and I'm having my first meal. I'm leaving it a while and then I'm training around 11 or 12 for about two hours, including maybe a little bit of cardio, a little bit of stretching and a little bit of ab work. Then I will have my post-workout meal when I get home. I may have another meal or a snack in the afternoon. And then I will have, if I train a second time, I'll have another pre-workout meal in the evening. I will train and then I'll have another post-workout meal. So that's kind of what I'm doing. <clears throat> in terms of carb sources, the carb sources that I used before initially would have always have been maybe, I've got a really sweet tooth. So a lot of the stuff that I would have used would have been maybe slightly processed or some processed foods. I've tried to move away from that over the last while, like I said, but now it's completely changed. The carbohydrate intake or carbohydrate sources are things like yam, squash, sweet potato, rice, um, oats every now and then, rice cakes maybe. Um, not that I have much carbohydrate uh, on my diet at the minute which is fine, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm used to that. I normally only have my carbohydrates post-workout anyway. So that's the basis without giving too much away. I'm really excited to start. Is it going to be the best diet for me? I'll tell you why it will. 100% why it will. Because I respect Ben. I'm fully committed to the program. 
it suits my lifestyle, yes, and I'm so enthusiastic and raring to go. As a coach, you will see the difference with clients who are massively enthusiastic to get started and then others that are reluctant and, did I make the right choice? Am I going to succeed? I might fail. There is no coincidence that the clients that excel are the ones that are so enthusiastic. They love the diet. They're ready to go. They're motivated. They're buzzing for life and they just get it done with no excuses. And I'm definitely one of those people. So I'm massively excited, massively, massively, massively excited, but I will keep you guys updated along the way. I am off to Tampa. I'm flying to Tampa in September to train with Ben. We're getting a few sessions in. Um, and then I am heading to Miami, uh, straight from Tampa for, to meet up with the team at One Up Nutrition, the supplement company that I'm, I collaborate with. And I'm going straight from there to Vegas for the Olympia, where I'll be there for almost a week, which is sick. I'm so excited. So it'll be pool party central. So I will keep you guys updated all the way. Um, obviously there will be another podcast out on Thursday. So stay tuned for that. If you guys have any questions in the meantime, or any things that you, you know, maybe think I can help you with, drop me a message. Um, the best place to catch me is probably DM me on Instagram at Spearman Chris, or you can email me at chrisspearmanfitness at gmail.com. In the meantime, guys, as I sign off with most podcasts, today is Monday. Make Monday your most productive day. Smash Monday and the rest of the week is easy. Make the most of today because you won't get this day again. Peace.